Hey, Culture Conversations listeners, this is Meg Rowley. This is Maddie Bircher. And this is Patrick McMullen. Today we're going to be talking a little bit more about our time in Belgium. Let's begin. For Belgium, we had the chance to talk with Brandon, Sierra, Maria, Nate, Rebecca, and Taylor. They're going to share a little bit more about their impressions with us. Let's hear what they've got to say. So when I first got to Belgium, they basically speak French there. Um, And the French in Belgium is way different than the French in France. It's like a lot more harsh and like more forward. Whereas France, it's a lot more in your throat and like, it was really interesting. I don't speak French super well, but I could tell and I'm not even that fluent of a French speaker. So I thought that was really interesting. It seemed like more of like a hub of like everyone from different countries, like more than the other countries did. I was excited to go to Belgium, but I didn't really know anything about Belgium beforehand other than I knew that their soccer team was good. And had a few good players on Manchester United that my friend and I followed. But overall, Belgium was awesome. Loved the scenery. I loved how there's so many cool cities close together. Um, so it was really easy to get a good mix of what Belgium is in a short amount of time. I think we're only there for like two days. So I loved it. It was a good time. Belgium was quick. One of the first things I noticed coming off the train into the train station was that there was different types of trash and recycling like everywhere like three feet later you'd see another trash can with all the different recycling bins and i was like so excited because <laughs> i'm big into recycling and things like that i was like "Woo! they actually recycle here and they actually care about the earth and stuff something else i noticed just initially getting there in the train station is how much security there was around and i think i heard like that it's a big hub for terrorist attacks and a lot of things have happened there in the last few years and so that they're being really careful and protective of the people there. So that was something interesting I noticed. Belgium was a lot of fun. The first day we got there, we just got right off the train and we headed to go get some Belgium waffles. First thing we walked through was uh, an area. There were a lot of African immigrants there that I didn't know about. And then after walking through that area, we went to go see Mannequin Peas, which is pretty iconic there in Brussels. Uh, super small, but it's kind of funny, kind of fun to see. And then and then we also, while we were in Belgium, we went to Bruges. And we were able to go on a boat ride and see the city. And that was a lot of a lot of fun to see that city. But if you go there, I'd recommend going earlier um, in the day because everything closed at like 6 or 7, I think. There was a lot of culture, so you could notice more distinct cultures. In Luxembourg, it was a melting pot, but here it's kind of like... The distinct cultures still. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Like Brandon said. Now let's hear the students talk about what kind of food they tried as they were in Belgium. I feel like most of the things we ate in Belgium were pretty quick. Like we didn't sit down at a fancy restaurant or anything, but their food is a little bit maybe more like mobile friendly in that it's all waffles or fries or a lot of like fried food. Um, there's lawful places and hot dogs and different things like that lots of potatoes and and waffles and obviously the waffles are incredible if 
you go with the liege waffles, don't be deceived. Once again, to the Belgian waffles are just hard pieces of cardboard. But the liege waffle, nice and fluffy. Put, put a few toppings on there. It's pretty incredible. And then I didn't even know this was possible, but you can double or triple fry your potatoes. And that's what Belgium does with their fries. And it was really good. The food was very tasty, but maybe not the most, like, appealing maybe to the eye but very tasty not maybe not something you're gonna post on instagram but it's very tasty lots of waffles for sure (laughs) all really good waffles we were like sick of waffles by day the end of the day like the first day so we had some sushi there and it was actually really good it was really fresh fries were good obviously gotta get the belgium waffles and fries but i think that's like all we ate while we were there so Portion sizes are a lot smaller, which is honestly good. We got the the Belgian waffles, which were really good. I think I got strawberries and Nutella and ice cream on top of mine. So that was a good combo. What wasn't too much on there. I I ate a lot of waffles. Um, we had some French fries too. I didn't think they were amazing. I thought the waffles stood out a lot. And I also heard that there was a lot of good African food, but didn't get the chance to try it while I was there. They play up on what they're known for. Like, everywhere you look, they're, like, at any given moment, you are either looking at a waffle place, a chocolate place, or a fry place. Everywhere you turn. <laughs> but there's tons of tons of them, and they were really good. Like, best waffle I've ever had in my life. This is just that first night in Brussels. Super good. The waffles were amazing. I got whipped cream, strawberries, and then the Biscoff, the speculos, oh. whatever, the Biscoff cookie. Because uh-huh. they have like the, they just have like the crumbs, and then you can also put the like sauce on. I was thinking of later, I was like, how do you make them? And apparently they put these like sugar pearls in them. Because it's like a dough, it's not like a batter. Mm-hmm. So they like put these like huge sugar crystals in the dough. And so when it melts, like the sugar, the sugar caramelizes, and that's why it's so good and like crunchy. I'm going to be honest, I don't know that I ever had a real meal while we were there. I think it was just waffles and fries for me. And it's kind of funny. Nate mentioned the double fried fries, and he brings that up because there was one day we went to Ghent, and I was kind of snacky looking for fries. And they usually have, like, a lot of little fry shacks, but, like, we got to find a good one. So we found this little corner place. There wasn't even a sign above the door or anything. It was just, like, a window and a little guy in there with his fryer. And I got some double fried fries, and they were the best fries I had. Really? It was funny. It looked like a sketchy little place, but it was delicious. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't remember having a real meal, but I remember thinking the fries. I didn't know how many things you could dip fries into or have on top of them. <laughs> it was funny to see that. That's true. They have a lot of toppings. Yeah. They like sauces. Yeah. Oh, true. They like that. The What's the bratwurst type sauce? The curry sauce. The curry sauce. They were dipping their fries in curry sauce. Too. Yeah. Wow. The curry worst sauce. But yeah, the, the liege waffle was not just good. I know everyone emphasized that, but it was so good that we had it. We went and ate like a, almost like a grilled cheese waffle for dinner with like ham and everything inside of it, which was not nearly as good, but it was like what we were having for dinner after our waffle. And we were so full, but it was so good that we still went back and had another liege waffle, oh. like within two hours. Three in two hours? Three waffles in two hours. That's a true win. That's awesome. It was so good. While in Belgium, we had the chance to visit both the European Commission 
and one of Cargill's production facilities. Let's hear about the observations our students had while they were there. So the European Commission, they were um, they were doing like new elections for the president of the commission. So this is really cool. So afterwards, I was like, oh, I wonder like who won. I looked it up, and it's this German lady, and she's like really really cool because she she's a doc. She's a she's a doctor. She went to medical school, I think, in Germany, and then her husband went to like she got married. Her husband went to medical school in the U.S. and then. I don't know, he like taught, taught at Stanford, but she had like seven kids, so she like took time off work to take care of her kids, and then she went back, and then she like worked for the German government, and now she's the president. I thought it was super interesting. All the history, there's so much history in Europe. That's a big thing that's different there versus the U.S. It's like, the U.S. is a pretty new country, relatively speaking, where it's like, there are places in Europe that are literally ancient, <laughs> it's kind of crazy how much history they have, and... How much their political climate has changed over time and different things that they're working on. The European Commission was, I thought, pretty cool. So it seemed a little bit like a, uh, it's like a kind of government agency feel, like high security, feel like you're with some really important people, got to take a cool picture in front of like this like press conference type set. So I thought that was a pretty fun way to start off. Um, it was interesting, though, because obviously they have different laws and different politics than we do in uh, the United States, but they have pretty similar um, challenges that they are trying to solve, um, whether it be like immigration or different things like that. So it was cool to see um, just some of the things that they're working on. Cargill was interesting. And it shows around the different research and development things are working on um, as well as the chocolate factory where they make the chocolate and try different things um, I will say it was kind of interesting though the facility was like right in the middle of a neighborhood like there was a park right on the other side of it so it was in a very like central location I think that could be because most people I saw were walking to work so they're not like commuting out to some plant in like the countryside but they brought the factory to where the workers live, maybe. That's why it was in that location. We were able to go and tour, so we saw, um, I think they had a lotion that they made, which was interesting because they didn't make that lotion to to sell. It was just to show people who they distribute their product to what they could do with the products that they make. We were able to see chocolate being produced and learn the different parts of chocolate. And um, straight chocolate is disgusting, and then we're also able to see them make, I think it was mayonnaise. And so that was actually a complicated process, and they showed how the oils integrate and everything. Um, so that was interesting. But that was a cool building because there was talent from all over Europe gathered together. And so the main language was English because there were so many different people from different countries, and it was so diverse. And so I enjoyed seeing how they brought all all of the talent together to to work together there. So the European Commission was it was really interesting. One of the things that they talked about was that after World War One and World War Two, they established the European Commission, and one of the biggest things that they wanted to accomplish was to eliminate war. And they did that by creating trade alliances between the countries, because if they rely on each other for trade, there's less likelihood of war between all of the countries in Europe. And so I thought that was interesting because it was something I never considered. I enjoyed listening to the presentations. I remember one of the presenters talked a lot about 
politics, and he's really open about his opinions because we were there right before president of the European Commission was elected. Um, and so we were there the week before that election, and he was just very open about who he wanted to be elected and why. And I thought that was cool because I feel like a lot of times here in the U.S., there's a lot of conflict and people aren't very willing to share their opinions. So I don't know if it was because we were from the U.S. and not part of it that he was willing to share that, but I thought it was really cool to hear his opinions. I think the guy that was presenting at the European Commission had a lot to say about the current events and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people have a lot to say about that. And a lot of people are up to speed on their country's events and Europe's events. So that was kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of people in America don't really know that much about their country. So I thought that was interesting. What did you think of the European Commission? Um, it was it was cool to hear a lot of the things that they, like their current events, what was going on. From their presentation, it was, it was cool to hear what they had to say about what the European Commission is. What do you yeah, think of Cardiff? I oh, I'm, I have the same observations as Nate, that I thought it was in a very interesting location, kind of in a very suburban residential area, and they were just bringing the factory to where the people were, and I thought that was super interesting. I actually had a really interesting observation while we were there, because we got a tour of the factory, so there was a lower-level girl who gave us a tour, and then we, we got back from our tour a little bit early, and her supervisor came, and I don't know what she had done, but her supervisor started yelling at her, like, in front of everyone. So it was just, like, really interesting, like, this cultural thing, the hierarchy of leadership. And I think they must be a country, or at least one of them is from a culture, where they're more used to sharing direct negative feedback. Because I guess the way that I observed that being done, I would have been shocked if I would seen that in the U.S. But they're, like, after the lower level girl kind of just went about her business so it seemed normal to her so it was interesting to see that that is interesting that i don't think i wild. saw that yeah i think i must have been in the other group yeah so oh, what okay. did you think about cargill patrick um i thought it was fascinating because you don't i don't know i guess it kind of seems cliche but you don't realize the things that goes into like your daily parts of life like mayonnaise or chocolate or lotion or perfumes and like and Cargill was a part of all of that anyways it was just fascinating to be in their factory and to see everything that needs to go into just the little details and how much oil needs to be put into this product and how much you know just and to realize that someone's behind the scene that's their daily life is making that work so it was really interesting it was very fascinating and like the chemistry behind it so. Next, we asked our students what general observations or experiences they had while they were in Belgium. One of my favorite places we went to was Belgium. We were staying in Brussels, except for one of the days we went to Bruges or Bruges. It's this cute touristy town. We took a boat ride and had the rest of the day to do whatever we wanted. We got some waffles, some chocolate, just kind of looked around. Me and Kate made it our goal to find the best chocolate in the place. So we went to a lot of different places and the best was clearly Dumont. It was this little hole in the wall, pretty authentic, um, super good, but the lady behind the desk was honestly pretty rude. She wouldn't let us pick out her own chocolate. She was getting super defensive of how all the locals loved her chocolate and whatever she gave us we'd love and it was just kind of weird and we wanted more chocolate but we didn't want to go back there and deal with the lady. So we actually ended up running into a bigger Dumont 
which was super awesome because the lady there was so nice. She explained to us all the different kinds of truffles and they had way more than the other shop and she let us pick out whatever we wanted and she even ended up packaging it super nice for us so that we could take it home because we explained we were taking it back home to our families. And then at the end, when we were almost ready to leave, she even gave us little baggies of our own chocolates just from her for us to have. And we realized that the place had closed while we were there because we were there for so long. So we're keeping her past clothes and she was just being super nice to us. And it honestly just made our day after dealing with the other lady from the other store. So I realized one thing Belgium and honestly Europe was kind of lacking in general and was customer service, at least compared to the United States. What I noticed was that when you go to the super authentic places, a lot of them honestly just hate Americans and are rude. But then the super touristy places are super nice to us. So that's kind of unfortunate, but I don't know. The chocolate made up for it, and that girl made our day. Oh, something that was interesting about Belgium is a lot of those littler countries I went to are very much just kind of melting pots of a lot of different languages and cultures. Like, there's three different official languages in Belgium, which I thought was super interesting. And just to see all the different types of people and the influences there, like, in their culture and their architecture and everything. Bruges, Bruges, however you say it, (laughs) was, like, the cutest little town. Um, And they had, like, all the pretty colorful buildings. And I was like, do people live here or is it just, like, a tourist place? (laughs) Something random that I noticed a lot of in Belgium was there was a lot of pride flags around flying and I tried to like look up if there had been like a recent like political thing happen or there had been a change in laws regarding like the LGBT community or anything but I couldn't find anything recent so I was like maybe they're just super supportive of that community so I thought that was interesting I hadn't seen that anywhere else Bruges was super cool, so they took us on the canal. Dude, there's a lot of shopping, lots of chocolate stores, tons of chocolate stores. We went to, there's like a cathedral. They, so like, the, I know like the Catholic cathedrals have like relics, and this one was like the Holy Blood. So we, so I think it was Brandon and I, we went up and we like looked at it. It's just this like vial, and it's like supposedly it's the blood of Christ, but it, it's so like old, it's cloudy, like you can't really see anything in it. But like people were, I mean, they had a priest there. And, throw your like money in as a donation and then you left so I mean it was cool yeah so Belgium seems like a very just kind of like laid back and enjoyable uh, place to to be there's lots of good public transportation so I think between the trains and all the many bikes you'll see especially in Ghent it's really easy to get around and I wouldn't say it's too, like, touristy in that there's a ton of people everywhere, but there's still, like, a full city, and it's an enjoyable speed that you can go throughout the day and get food or see entertainment, look around, walk around, and you won't feel like you're being rushed or anything. Unfortunately, we got to Ghent, the city of bikes. That's not what it's really called, but it seemed like it. Um, after hours, so all the bike shops were closed and all the bikes were locked up. So, uh, yeah, we were tempted with thousands of bikes around us, but we couldn't ride any of them, so that was kind of disappointing. But if you are ever in Ghent, I'd imagine that riding bikes would be a lot of fun. What observations did you have there, Meg, cultural-wise or otherwise? 
I don't know if this is a cultural thing. It probably is just an individual thing. But on our boat ride in Bruges, um, the guy who gave us kind of the boat tour, he had some, like, really dry, straight humor, but it was hilarious. Like, it's the kind of humor I think they say that they have in, like, the UK, Great Britain, too. Just where they're, like, so serious about everything that a lot of people don't know if they're joking or not. So I just kind of love that humor. I really thought it was entertaining. And I remember, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure he was from Ireland, right? Or from Wales? He was from somewhere else. His name was Patrick as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, from Ireland, I think. Yeah, anyway. I think I get pretty easily entertained because I was laughing so hard (laughs) the whole time. I thought he was so funny. Last, our students shared some tips and advice for anyone traveling to Belgium. First advice given to me was to not get too many toppings on the waffles because they're really good on their own. So I agree with that. But I also would say don't feel super rushed in Belgium. Um, there's, there's some cool things to see, but there's not a ton to see. And so I, when we were there, we were able to enjoy the park and walk around the city. Um, and so if you don't feel super rushed, I think you're able to enjoy it a little bit more. Because um, once you see the mannequin peas and walk through a little, a little bit of the city in Brussels, you've seen most of it. So, yeah, don't feel rushed and just enjoy it. Yeah, I'd say go to Bruges, Bruges as well. I'm trying to find the best chocolate. You always see those, like, Christmas decorations that are, like, wooden and handmade. Bruges, they have tons of shops. So if you're looking for that, I guess it's a smaller city. So Oh, and there's tons of art. The art museum there. Or, like, a lot of, there's, like, a lot of Flemish paintings. Europe's awesome. Eat as many waffles as you can. Always go with the liege waffle. Limit your toppings if you can, but if not, it's not the end of the world. But you really do want to taste that liege waffle. That's incredible. Get the double or triple fried fries. And I would say just um, enjoy public transportation and get to Ghent early so you can ride a bike around because it's a really beautiful city. Plan your day around the food because it's, it's worth it. Eat a waffle for one. Definitely worth it. Worth the calories, worth the money. I had two. I probably should have eaten like four more, but I was just like on sugar overload, I think. I think it was worth it to make the trip to like Bruges. Because it was very, very different than like Brussels. And it was just a really cute, fun little town to visit and walk around. Thanks for joining us this episode as we learned a little bit more about Belgium. Next episode, we'll hear about England and all the visits our students did while they were there.